Gate 14 podcast. And fellas, folks, ladies, gentlemen, the Buffalo Bison boys bang. They bang. Avery, where would the Toronto Blue Jays be without our three trio of Ernie Clement, Davis Schneider, and Horny Spencer Horowitz? Where would this team be without these three guys? Uh, They'd be right in line with that team from the Bronx, sadly. Probably. <laughs> I had to guess. Holy shit, man. So, I don't want to speak on anyone's job ever. Because he is our guy. No, he's. I don't care about it anymore. He's not my guy. So the Buffalo Bisons hitting coach just has to be the major league hitting coach next year, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I- I'm trying to run my head around the fact that how three guys who haven't seen big league pitching pretty much actually all year come up and just put up 1,000 OPSs <laughs> like it's nothing. I mean, usually you have these guys, you watch other teams, right? Like you watch other teams where guys come up and they struggle for a little bit, obviously have to get into the thick of it. Ernie Clement comes up, obviously he has showtime, which is fine, rakes. Davis Schneider sets re- MLB records for most RBIs and hits and OPS in his first 15 to 17 whatever games. And Spencer Horwitz is hitting baseball 600 fucking feet. This is the only team on the planet where you call rookies up and they're just the best hitters on the team. They're better than the actual All-Stars. Yeah, Santiago Espinal, All-Stars. Yeah. Uh, I Shout out to that guy, man. We need to find his name because he... He figured something out with those. He used guys. to play for the Jays. Okay. Buffalo Bison's hitting coach. Adam Lind? No, no, no. I wish that'd be fucking electric. Matt Hag. Shout out to fucking Matt okay, Hag, dude. Yeah, he was a uh he was a former Buffalo Bison's MVP. Uh never mind. Yeah, Matt Hag is. Yeah, former Buffalo Bison's MVP. The guy raked in the minors. Um it seems as if he just and I've read some stuff for this podcast. Credits me for doing my uh research. He <laughs> he works with each guy individually based off of their strengths. Like it's not like what the Jays do, which is like what's what was self-admitted by uh, John Schneider and the other hitting coaches like one to nine works on the same stuff. Apparently Matt Hag works with everyone's strengths and Ernie Clement. And I've talked to David Schneider and Ernie Clement about these guys, this guy, and they have just nothing but good things to say about him. They said he's easy to work with. He knows what he's doing. He lets players work on themselves and he, and, he lets the players approach him with what, what they want to understand and what they like the, the way their approach and what their thought process is. I'm all in on Matt Hag. I'm horny for Hag. I mean, this I just imagine if like Arelvis was here. He's raking right now in AAA. He hit 301 last month. I mean, Espinal's been hitting well, but you got to think Arelvis would be bringing a little bit of the big stick, as YJ says, to this fucking team. <laughs> I want all of them up. Call, I would call like... the entire team up. Yeah, no, I'd be fine to watch the uh, the Buffalo boys swing the big stick every day. It's a little exciting brand of baseball. We should have just bought season tickets to the Buffalo Bisons instead. I mean, they put up a thousand runs a game. It's, it's, and it, it's why, I mean, Addison Barger, maybe, I mean, OPS plus below a uh, hundred. So he's, I mean, I'm not really that sold in him right now, calling him up, whatever. That's fine. But Arelvis looks awesome. I mean, another double today. It's just crazy to me. And I still can't wrap my head around the fact that, these dudes, you could call guys up that, one, Ernie Clement was DFA'd by the Oakland A's this year, right? Like, this is a guy who isn't supposed to be good, but he works on some things in Buffalo, and you could make the argument, man, he he should be the everyday second baseman right now on this team. It's just now, once Bo and all these guys, Chapman comes back, how do you justify taking these dudes out of the lineup? Like, how do you take David Schneider out of the lineup? How do you take Ernie Clement out of the lineup? 
even Spencer Horowitz, I know today was kind of his first day starting, obviously, but three for four, like, how do you justify playing a guy like Matt Chapman, obviously a platinum glover? How do you justify playing a guy hitting like 220 since May over guys that give you chances to win every single game? I, I don't know how. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, it's that's obviously just a money talk situation. And they'll obviously play those guys over the guys who are playing right now. Fair or unfair, it's just how it'll go. Like, Do you think John Schneider looks at Choppy in the dugout? He's like, ah, man, that's uh, that that finger's really flaring up. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's like, you, he's like, Maddie, you should you should take some time on this one, honestly. <laughs> Chopsticks, listen, ah, fuck, dude, I yeah, it's not looking good right now. I I talked to the train. John Schneider slipping fifty dollar bills to the trainers, saying, uh, "Tell Choppy he's out for another two and a half weeks." <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, the infield defense wasn't great when Davis was there at third. But, uh, I mean, Ernie would be – I mean, Ernie looks decent at short. I mean, I know a couple tough errors. One was in the hole and stuff like that. But Ernie Clement at second will be awesome. Davis Schneider DHing will be awesome. Uh, I don't know. There, there's there's ways so here, to work your th- way This is a bigger it. question because these guys aren't going to get the play time when all the people are back. It's it's just how – I think that's just how it'll work. Fair Which sucks, which really sucks, yeah. But, are yeah. you fine, like – letting these people walk for next year because these they seem like pretty perfect replacements stylistically right with yeah wit walks david schneider's in um the chapman compare comparison isn't as easy yeah you let belt Aralvis. Aralvis, though sure right. yeah but you let belt walk horowitz next year is it are we fine with just a little youth movement again what I think this is doing is it's it's giving you a little bit of a scope into 2024, right? I mean, you're mentioning it right now. I mean, these guys' bat-to-ball skills are insane, Avery. Like Spencer Horowitz today, just a couple little – a couple not great pitches, but he hits a mistake, which is something that it seems like this team hasn't had the ability to do, like hit mistakes. Like uh, Varsho was missing 91 down the middle today, whiffing on it, 88 down the middle. Um, Spencer Horowitz gets a cookie and launches it 460 feet. I mean, uh, it's just, I, I still, it's crazy to me how good their bat to ball skills are for guys who haven't really seen big league pitching at all this year. And, um, it, sure, it's, it's also not the best pitching for this weekend, but still, it's still, it's still big league pitching though. Yeah. I mean, but like, fuck, look at the, look at the Jays hitters. They couldn't hit it. <laughs> it just, I, I genuinely, and maybe I like. I wish I should have. If we had more time, I would have did this. I would have brought up the the stats of the Buffalo Bisons boys. How many hits they got today? Do you know? Seven. I saw you tweet that. Seven, I think. Seven hits today. The Buffalo Bisons boys. Davis got? had one. Um, Horace had three, and then Ernie had three, I believe. So the Jays had twelve hits today. Seven of them were from the, those three players. Um, yeah. Davis yeah, one. It, Davis one. Yeah, Horowitz three, and Ernie had three. Yeah, so seven out of the 12 hits are from the Buffalo Bisons trio. It's awesome, man. I, I mean, listen. I can't wait to put Tyler Heineman in there, too, when he gets a hit. Just link him <laughs> in with the Buffalo boys. Heineman just can't hit, with all due respect. <laughs> he just really can't hit. But, no, what, what I'm saying is, though, is, like, I have rarely, I'm rarely, early in this year, like, I was rarely excited to get to the bottom of the order and see some of these guys, like, cook. Like, because obviously the bottom of the order – had guys hitting like 220. You had like Varsho hitting 224, Biggio hitting 212 or whatever, Espinal hitting 230. Now it's like you get to the bottom of the order and you're like, wow, these guys have really good, like I keep saying this, bat to ball skill and put together and string together some really good at bats. It, it's 
it's a pretty good lineup from top to bottom if you implement these guys. And I'm not saying they're going to have 1,100 career OPSs like they're doing right now, but their at-bats are really competitive. They seem like they have a clue what the fuck they're doing, and they have an approach, unlike someone, wink, wink, Vladdy, the last couple of days, <laughs> not, not today, obviously. But it's awesome, and I love watching it. And if you take away Biggio, and like that's what I'm saying. Biggio is kind of like a Horwitz role, right? Or would you say Biggio might be a David Schneider type, right? Yeah, he played. Yeah, Biggio would probably be a David Schneider type. It's unbelievable, and I, I, I don't know. I even... don't know if I love the thought of this team getting younger, but Vlad's older, Bo's older. Springer where... has two years left in the contract, or three years. So, I guess there is. We'd lose a lot of veteran presence, and I don't know how much weight you like to put into that. I think there's something to be said for a little bit of it, but it's a decently old, older pen. Guess. Pen guys aren't really going to keep a uh, the hitters accountable, uh, but it, it'll be interesting to see how they work through this team. Because I think, I think you call all those guys up. I think you let the other people walk. That's how it's going to go. Yeah. And then like one, one well, Belt's, Belt said he's retiring. Yeah, right? exactly. Well, yeah. who knows if Brandon Belt's telling the truth ever? Uh, we got to talk about that. I, I watched that interview and listen, I will never watch MLB Network stuff because I think all of it's trash, no disrespect. Was that it wasn't MLB Network, was it? It, it was AJ it, Pr- I thought no, it was AJ Pruszynski's thing. Which is on MLB Network, I'm pretty uh, sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I could be wrong. Someone's punching their radio right now saying, Johnny, what the fuck are you talking about? But no, it's uh he just seems like a great interview. And I actually genuinely I think we talked about this before. We said, like, ah, he might be a dog shit interview, like he might not really be good and stuff like that. He was unbelievable. I watched it, I watched the thing. And he was buzzing. Like, he was snapping it around. And I don't know if our listeners have that type of pull. Maybe I can reach out to, like, Logan Webb. Maybe send him a video of me just, like, begging for it because I know they're friends. But um, we need him on this podcast. Like, that is the white whale, without a doubt, right? Yeah. I think he would be, like, the funniest person we could probably get on that, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's the best. I think, like... Bo would be a great one because he doesn't do a lot of that stuff. But that's like in, in terms of reality, like if that actually happened, I don't think it would. I'm la- did he go on the Gibbon? Uh, bleep that out. Uh, did he go on the other show? I don't know. Did he? Yeah, he I, ne- might I don't he know. Might. I never. Ch- I just like shows up on my Twitter feed sometimes. Yeah, and that's I just I don't know. care for it with all due respect again. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's awesome. So a couple other things we can break down before we go into the series, obviously. Swanee just mucking it up in the gate 14 uh, YouTube live chat. He's the best. And I'm glad the listeners got to see a little bit of that because Swanee FaceTimed me, which is something that he's usually not comfortable doing. He's not really a big social media guy, like in terms of like posting stuff or uh, like doing stuff with other people, with uh, content creators, stuff like that. He just FaceTimed me and was just shooting the shit. And then he was roasting me via text. He's like, stop being a fucking baby. Like fucking wake up. Like this, 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 this is like depressing right now in your chat, like in your stream, like, He's just the best. I mean, he just, I didn't realize it was him. So the funny thing is, and I, he didn't, he doesn't, he doesn't understand it. So what he did was he texted me. And uh, when he sent that message, he's like, are we just going to watch this idiot on the right stuff his face all night? Or is like, you guys going to watch the Blue Jays game? And I didn't think it was him. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck, whatever. It's another burner. So I texted him like, you, this fucking guy He's like, dude, that's me. He sent, sent me a picture of it. And then the funniest thing, and this is what I'm saying. Like people just don't understand the gate 14 world. He's like, is that actually Jordan Luplo in the chat? <laughs> it's like, is that actually Loops in the chat? I was like, no, dude, that's not Luplo in the chat. I was like, our followers just make a shit ton of burner account names. 
and you have, and there's actually an Eric Swanson one out there. I'm surprised it's not in here, but um, <laughs> just the best, just an absolute, the, the best Swanee doing that, mucking it up. He was watching our live stream today as well uh, with me and stuff like that. So he's just, he's a guy's guy. I mean, we, there's some we pictures knew, of We've known that forever, though. Yeah, we've known that forever. Now I'm glad the listeners got to see it. But another, speaking about guys, guy, Arash Madani couldn't be more all in on the Gate 14 boys, folks. I mean, this guy is tweeting at me from tweets year, like w- days ago, weeks ago. He's responding to tweets about like five pound weights, which was like the day of, obviously. And then he said, I failed grade two twice. <laughs> and then he responds to Avery, which is crazy. Does he follow you? Because he doesn't follow me. So no, I, I tagged. He, I, I well, you tagged, tagged them, obviously, but yeah, like, so let the listeners know who didn't get to see it. What Arash Madani said. We could not be more all in on Arash Madani, folks. We could not be more. I am all the way in on Arash Madani. So he he's at the FIBA World Championships, the basketball Canada beat whoever they beat today. I have no idea. Um, and there's a video of him, him, Dylan Brooks, R.J. Barrett, and they say whatever. Miss Arc stand out because they're going to the Olympics. Cool. And Arash is just on it with the mic. He is not just, missing he's any. Just, he yes. is buzzing around. Like he's he's on Dylan Brooks and then RJ Barrett starts yelling <laughs> and Arash is a he whips it over. He's perfect timing. So I tweet as as a fan of Arash. I go, perfect mic work, Arash Madani. And he tweets back at me. This is the quickest he's ever tweeted back at us, by the way. Yes. But you never tag him. You just always Yeah. And I was in Boston Pizza and there was a there was a like a picture of him up there. I was trying to do the big fat head picture again, too. <laughs> so that was, that's what I was going to tweet instead. Um, but I couldn't get it. And then he tweets back at me. If anyone's mastered speaking into the mic, it's you. Just perfect. Wow. I mean, that brings a tear to my eye. I that- couldn't. And I will say this. You want to talk about a redemption arc? I could. This guy's PR team. I don't know if he has one. I don't think he's big enough to have one. <laughs> Should get a fucking raise because you want to get on the internet's good side. You start pumping the tires of the gate 14 boys and we just start firing for you. Not even not even pumping the tires. Just make fun of us and we'll be good. It's like he's the best. And the <laughs> thing, it's like all the Sportsnet guys, like I am followed by every producer at Sportsnet now. All, like they're starting to understand the gate 14 difference. Even Faisal, our guy Faisal is grinding on TV body bagging me in the middle of fucking commercials <laughs> after the Blue Jays game. So it's awesome. And Arash Madani, I mean, you could chirp Kirk Cousins all you want now, man. I just, I, I hope he sees the Arash Madani award, tweet of the year award last year, because it's just, that was peak Arash Madani. Like yeah. Kirk, Alec Winnow is everything Kirk Cousins is. <laughs> it's just the, looking back on it now is the craziest tweet ever. Yep. It's well, it's, it's so wrong right now, but <laughs> A rash man. I see at least last year, a rash would give us a little bit of flair. He'd wear a shirt that was a little too tight. He'd have a nice little story. We'd get to laugh at him. Arden's just a robot. He's kind of like me, a little emotionless. I don't like to see that. I want. I know Arden's a robot, though. Yes. If there's any guy, like, if the Blue Jays win a World Series, Arden will just, like, evaporate. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll yeah. just. his. It, it, his being will just see. It, it will just like it'll be like an iRobot when you like the the robots start just dying off. If the Jays win a World Series or Arden gets hit by like a foul ball, it'll just like chunk off him and just go into like the uh just like whatever. It's, it's just, like, like when the it's like when the video board loses yeah. a light. Yeah, it'll be like when the video board. Arden it. is the biggest robot. Like I, I'm on to you, Toronto Blue Jays. Like this, you 
You take away Arash, who obviously wears his heart on his sleeve. Obviously, I mean, this guy's very emotional. You take away Arash. How do you get rid of Arash? You bring an emotionless robot. <laughs> you, you make your own fucking Arash. You make an emotionless robot who is just there to just say what's ever programmed in his head. Again, no disrespect to Arden, but this dude, we saw him in person, Avery. That dude is a robot. Yeah. He couldn't be more of a robot. He's AI. I I definitely agree with that. And the maybe if Arden just like changed up the fits a little bit, like the regular polo tucked into a classic pair of Levi's jeans is just. You just couldn't tell me that dude's not a robot. Like you can't. He's the biggest. He's the most robot robot on the planet. It's I know, insane. I, I definitely agree. Smart guy. And that's what I have. Like robots are programmed well. So yes. Again, we're Bring not back disrespecting. We're just saying he is a robot. Arden is like public and like. He is iRobot. He is oh, one of the to, main characters. Why would you? I thought you were to call him Public Enemy. It's like he doesn't. No, 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 no. He's he not Public Enemy. I got nothing against. I got nothing against robots. No, nope. I don't think it's robots. I actually forgot about tell this. I don't think I've ever told this story in the podcast. This is so random. This is my brain going at it. This is how I know I would be a Toronto Blue Jays content creator forever because I got a little sign when I was a kid. Avery, listen to this. The first time I ever seen a pair of women's breasts was at a Toronto Blue Jays baseball game when I was 11 years old. Okay. Uh, it was opening day. I'll never forget this. It was the first time I seen it. And I was like, whoa, I'm all in now. It was Blue Jays Red Sox opening day. This couple orchestrated streaking across the field together. Okay. In their underwear. I, I don't know how. I think they might have just took their clothes off at the railing. But this this couple orchestrated running, and this might even be a wet dream or a dream I had. Maybe I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. But these this couple ran across the field in their underwear. Tit came out. I was like sitting in the hundred level on the first base side, which is the side the woman was running on. I was like, let's go. That's how you know I'm locked in. That's the first time I've seen one. I don't remember what year it was. Whenever the Jays faced the Red Sox opening day, a long, long time ago. But uh, yeah, that's a little background. When I was like, listen, I I just know that you're, everything you're in my in life for the now, Blue Jays, yeah, everything in my life now will be revolved around the Toronto Blue Jays and women. Um, and where are we at now? We're, yeah. I, we're, I, we're I'm 26 years old, and that's still that's still running the show for me. So, um. If 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 anyone was at that game and has any remembrance of that, please uh, tweet at me and let me know because I feel like that happened, or maybe I just dreamt it when I was a child, and that's yeah. when I became a, a went from a boy to a man, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, man. That's what did you not... What did you do this weekend? Nothing. I guess we streamed every day, pretty much. Yeah, this weekend I streamed every day. Uh, it was. A, I mean, it was a. But tonight. The boys are going out. Um, if you're listening to this, we are probably, I don't know if Avery will be out, but I know I will be out. Uh, Paris, Texas, Alto, and the boys are back from Nashville, which is crazy. They're still They fired. get on a flight from Nashville right out. And like they have, it's, it's, we're recording this right now. It's 830 and they still haven't landed yet or Alto still hasn't landed yet. I'm going to meet him at his condo and we're going to go out. I don't know how these guys do it. I don't know how these guys have the, it's, it's kind of impressive. It's honestly inspiring. Really, it makes me want to be a better person. So, <laughs> credit to them. I will see them soon. We're going to Paris, Texas tonight. Today was the most disgusting weather day of all time. Worst, too. The worst. This we're starting to get into fall weather. Uh, this, I will no, say this, this was this was like Satan weather. Oh, it how was, hot it was! Oh my god, it was gross. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say this though, and I don't know if this is a hot take. Fall is the best season like on the planet, and I don't know if I'm just stealing tweets from Chris Bassett, maybe because he did tweet that. But you got college football, 
NFL's back. The Premier League. Oh, can we talk about? Can we talk about Premier League today? Oh yeah, that was shout out the Arsenal. Shout out the my Gunners, bro. That was uh, listen. That's what I'm saying, Avery, and that's what ropes me into the for the Prem. It's like anything could happen at any single time. Like the 97th minute they scored and the 102nd minute. Yeah, dude, I know what shit goal in the 97th. Too. Yeah, that was terrible. Guy gets pulled back, deflect, whatever. Declan Rice, first career goal for Arsenal. You just love to see it. And I know the UK listeners out there that aren't Arsenal fans are going to hate this fucking part of the show, but it's just well, no, awesome. It made me money. I put my whole gambling account on it. And I was just, I was insufferable in that chat when that hit. I'll say that. I, start, I was saying some out-of-pocket shit. But it was electric, man. And uh, yeah, so stay tuned for that. If you follow me, you'll see are some you, live bets. Are you like a when the seasons used to change and hockey started? I was guaranteed for like the best sickness of the year when fall. I don't changed. get sick that much. I don't think. Have I ever been sick on the Gate Fourteen Pod? Like, do you remember any episodes of me like just being just dreadfully sick? I don't think I. Knock on wood, but I, I'm not a sick guy. I'm a sick guy. Yeah, I I'm get, not. I, I, I don't think sick. I've ever been sick on this show. We've been doing it for a year and a bit. I might have the greatest fucking immune system on the planet. <laughs> the only time I remember being really sick was just that crazy COVID I had when I had to miss an episode. The only episode I missed. I remember I that. Yeah. Yeah. Team it, that that is it. electric. That is electric. I do <laughs> remember that. I it, It's electric in terms of the fact that I have just the greatest, and now I'm discovering it. I have the greatest immune system on the planet. Yeah. Um, you love to see it. But uh, another thing, we before we get into the series, we're with Sports Interaction now. Obviously, we hinted at the news we were going to break on the Friday. If you haven't yet, go to the Sports Interaction website, sign up, and then reference at the bottom. I, I did a, a thing for it. Uh, I did a tutorial for it. You just say that you heard about them from the Gate 14 boys. Listen, this is a company taking a chance on us, obviously. This is the first one, first big company that's taking a chance on the Gate 14 boys. I told them the guys would show up in droves, not drones. Sorry, as most of Blue Jays Twitter is going to say that I was saying, which is what I didn't say, obviously. But I need you guys to show up for us, man. I need Gate 14 Nation to show up for the boys, man. And uh, just please sign up. Show your support. We got tons of tons and tons of congratulations messages, so we appreciate that. And uh, let's ride. Let's have ourselves a week. Um, another thing, this Friday, bar, bar night. night, we are five days away. We are five days away from historical bar night at Taco Taco. Uh, we'll have our camera guy there. Uh, Judah will be there. I, he's I got... He's allowed he's in? Yeah, he's, he's allowed in because I told him our camera guy will be there. Um, and he's 18. He's like, yeah, it's fine. So Judah will be there. Get your tickets. I'm trying to get in Schneider's ear about coming, but it's too late. Uh, that's like I, the worst possible place for him. Yeah, to that's be. what I said to him, too. That's what I said to him, too, because he asked me about because he saw he saw like my Instagram our Instagram post about it because uh, he just crept our Instagram. He was, just, he was texting me about random shit. But <laughs> he was like, is this after like, is this before? Is this like on an off day? I was like, no, it's uh, it's after a game at 10 o'clock. Like, ah, there's no fucking chance I can make yeah, that. And every single person that bars is going to know who he is. That Exactly. Not yeah. Like... And it's not going to be secluded for him. sports interaction will also be there. Uh, have, they'll have a little booth there, um, just for like sign up stuff like that. They won't what be about there for people, a long time. So people who just show show the bouncer they bought tickets and they get yeah in. yeah. You just show the bouncer uh, the receipt the receipt and then you'll get in. Um, it's gonna be awesome, dude. I am going to get. I I, I I'm gonna have to be carried away in a stretcher. I yeah, I so I have given my brother, um, hundred dollars. To come pick me up after, so I can get home because I have to be at a wedding the next morning. That's a, that's nightmare fuel. No, that's perfect. <laughs> no, that's perfect. I can stay out as long as I want, and he just picks me up, and I get to sleep in my own bed. So 
Sunday morning, I'm going to be an absolute puddle. Bar yeah. night, wedding. I got to put on a performance for the ages. These two not, not ideal. I got nothing on the Saturday. I yeah. got absolutely nothing. I mean, you'll probably go to the game, right? Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. If Heasley's up here, I will. Uh, but yeah, let's go into this the weekend series. Uh, how about that Friday game, Avery? I mean, a 13 spot for the Toronto Blue Jays. And I'll say this. Like, I'm looking at the lineup. Every single guy on this team had a hit, besides, obviously, Espinal, who got pinch hit for, so you can't even really say that. Looking at the box score here, 13 runs, 17 hits for the Toronto Blue Jays. Just an absolute shit-kicking until Chad Green came in, which is fine because it was his first fucking start from TJ, so everyone could please relax. But um, Whit Merrifield, 3-for-5. Ernie Clement, 2-for-5. Kevin Kiermaier, 2-for-4. Brandon Bell, 2-for-4. Springer three for six. Like this was a fun game to watch. This is the Toronto Blue Jays of 2021 where they score 13, but give up nine. <laughs> that, that That's what, what that was. That was shades of the old Toronto Blue Jays. That and game kind of was like a miserable nightmare though. Like they just kept giving up the lead, taking it back, giving it up, taking it. It was a nightmare. The fact that Jordan Romano had to pitch in that game was punishable by death. <laughs> like I know he threw five pitches, but there's no way the closer should be in. In that situation, Chad Green giving up all those runs. Looking like worse ERA than I had in college. So, well, figured it out today. Mm-hmm. Um, he came back from TJ, though. So, you got to give him a little. Yeah, and I was just shitty. So, yeah, I'll, exactly. I'll, tip my, I'll tip my cap to Chad Green. Awesome fucking game, man. I want to hit BP Coors Field so bad. Oh, like... my God. I, I got to do it. I Not at Coors Field. I got to hit in Denver. Um, Fall Johnny. Oh, did I so, Who did you a... play? Like MSU Denver? Uh, no, we played uh Colorado State uh club ball team, oh. which I don't know why we did that, but we played at like it's called like Mini Coors Field in Colorado, and it's like a uh obviously just like a small version of Coors Field near the stadium, and the BP I was putting on a fucking laser show. <laughs> I I was I was this was fall Johnny, which I don't know what the difference is between fall and spring Johnny. It's the exact same swing, maybe it's the mindset, but I was just launching like. Oh, my God, I would kill to hit there again. The only shitty thing is, and I will say this, everyone, like, says, oh, you over-exaggerate. They over-exaggerate, like, the altitude, all type of stuff. You really don't, man. I remember, you know, like, when you're warming up before a game, you're stretching with your team and stuff like that. You just run a pole. You just go foul pole to foul pole. Yeah. I was so fucking tired after the first pole. Like, literally, you just, it just takes the breath out of you. Like, the altitude. It's fucking crazy, dude. It's, It's actually a crazy adjustment. It really is. Like, our conference was all in Denver and Colorado for McCook. So, like, we got to play there a lot. And it, it is a massive difference. So, it is crazy, uh, the altitude, how much of a massive, massive change it is from, like, where you're at normal. Are we sea level? Can someone explain that to me? What are we? What What, I what is no Ontario? Idea. I have no idea. Someone prob- answer that. What's the Ontario? <laughs> We're probably close. We'll just say Ontario sea level. Um, well, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm looking here. Uh, no, wow, I can't spell. But I don't know what it is. Seventy-six meters above sea level. Okay, that that feels very short. Yeah, yeah. Let's look okay. at Denver. What is Denver? Oh, it's Denver. like a mile, right? Yeah, that's why it's called Mile High. Yep. Yeah, one mile so, high. It just, I mean, fucking absurd. I will say that, but uh, does altitude it, put your brain in a pretzel? You're just like you're just so much more winded. 
Oh my God, my Yankees are banging. Now we go. Now we go. All right, listen. It is it is crazy. So you got to tip your cap. But I will say this: watching these pitchers throw this weekend. I mean, this is just. I'm. Not, why would any pitcher on the planet willingly sign to play baseball at Coors Field? You. You'd have to hate your career. Like this would have to be an end of career type of thing. You just you don't you don't willingly sign with the the, the team that where the ball travels the fucking furthest. That or Great American. Yeah. Um, you gotta have electric shit because the ball moves less too, right? Yeah. Um, tough for the breaking pitches. I don't. Who's like the best pitcher who's you can remember there? Like you, Baldo. You, Baldo Jimenez was nasty. Jermaine Mark Marquez. Urban Marquez. Urban Marquez. Yeah, he was good too. But yeah, I mean, Jeff Francis. The last. It's good just like it's it's crazy when you watch guys like Ryu who doesn't really get hit that hard. God hit decently hard. I mean, even guys like Chad Green, who obviously, I mean, he's coming back from TJ and stuff like that, so it's a little bit different. But um, it, it just everyone got hit hard this series. Everyone. Kevin Gossman got dog walked. Uh, the Jays gave up nine, eight, and five runs. Like that's not that's not good for this pitching staff. No matter how you look at it. So I'm just happy they bounced back and they won two or three because this series was going to be catastrophic type shit if they would have lost that. This would have been one of the worst most dreaded podcast we've ever done, but there's not much to say about that. I mean, where do you stand with Jimmy Garcia, Ave? Pretty good. So pretty good August. Um, just seems like every time he comes in and, and inherits runs, he's just not the best. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, there's numbers. I don't know. I don't know if that's maybe just my dumb brain or my Twitter timeline brain tapping in on this, but I, I do seem, I do feel like, he he's really bad with inherited runners. Yeah, I've I'm always confident in him, and I think it might. I don't know why. I just always feel like he can get people out. And then, who was the guy who hit the triple to Brent Doyle? Yes, Do- the, the Doyle Doy Doisy. <laughs> oh, Doyle rules. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like he's still running a FIP of three two four. Yeah. Uh, left on base percentage. So last year, it's kind of similar to last year as well. Uh, and I can't find the inherited runner stat right now. But he's not great at leaving runners on. He hasn't done well at that since Miami in 2020. So okay. kind of interesting what he's at. And XFIP with 312, I'm still I'm still pretty confident in him. Like the ERA is a little bit inflated. So I'm still confident in Jimmy. I don't know where you're at with him. But yeah, I, you're I right. Just, it's uh, like... Big spots, he seems to kind of have a tough time. Yeah, for sure. Let's go into the Saturday game. Um, Where are we at with Yusei? I mean, he's really struggling his last couple starts here. Uh, Maybe it's overworked. I mean, it's not really overworked. They take him out so early. Um, He's given up two, six, eight, nine. He's given up nine runs in the last four games, which I guess isn't really that bad because six of them or a pretty decent amount of them actually weren't earned. Yeah. But um, where are we at with you, say, man? I mean, he's starting to walk more guys. I mean, four walks yesterday, two the day before, the game before, sorry, and then one the game before. So I mean, it's just kind of been the last two games he's been really, really struggling. Do you notice, like, a little bit of a difference in his, uh, like, in just, like, his like the way he's approaching hitters or just, like, his location or anything along those lines? Uh, no, I'm not that tapped into you, say's mechanics, probably. the He seems to get pinched a lot by umps as well 
He just lives on the corners and he doesn't get a lot of strikes. And I like when he kind of freaks out about that. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, but it's basically just how often he's in the zone. It's how successful he he's going to be. If he's yeah. out of the zone a lot, you're not getting as many swing and misses on that slider as he was before. Because sure. he was, when he's in the zone with the fastball, it's like, okay, i am got to get ready to hit here. Fastball's not coming. Now I'm reacting off speed. Got to hit it. But if the fastball's all over the place, command, probably not swing thoughts first when you're throwing those breaking pitches again. So, um, yeah, like how get a zone percentage of 38%. Not great. In his last game. Yeah, that's not fucking great. I mean, no. get, got hit around decently. Uh, but a couple things that I want to talk about with that game. Um, and listen, I was pretty hard on him, so I do want to discuss it now. Is the Vladdy at bats, man? Um, that game. I think you were on stream for this. I actually, I don't think you were. First and second, no outs, and Vladdy is up. Chance to kind of break the game open. Obviously, Jays are Jays are buzzing. Got got guys on. They put up a four spot in the first. This is kind of a chance to just turn it into like a six spot, maybe seven spot, whatever. And this dude grounds into a fucking double play. He ground. He is fourth in all of baseball. In double plays, like fourth. I know Carlos Correa's numbers are insane. He's at like twenty nine or whatever. Really which is <laughs> fucking wild. But is there any other Jay like up to the? No, it's him. It's just it's pretty much just him on that list. There's a couple as a Padre guy on there too. I think Manny Machado maybe. But yeah, this list is crazy. Um, where are you out here with Vladdy? Because obviously the underperforming. We saw today again strikeout. I mean, obviously today he came through twice, but the strikeouts in the late innings again. Um, just no like no urgency to be clutch. Uh, wh- where are you out here with this guy, man? Um, you should talk more about the at bats because I'm not as locked in as you are with the at bats. But it's just I don't know, man. He's swinging, and our guy Thomas Hall. And I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, <laughs> That's the Tom- most. <laughs> well, is that I, I? I hope I didn't fuck up his last name. Is okay. it Hall? It's Thomas Hall, right? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I- I'm hoping I'm saying this right, but. And it's not hole or some or whole hall or whatever, whatever. <laughs> Fuck. But uh, I'm just getting, I'm just putting the blender right now with the last name. But yeah, he mentioned it. It's like Vladdy's swinging at these like first pitch slot pitches that he has no business swinging at. I mean, that was the double play ball. He swings at this dog shit breaking ball on the outside half of the plate that he has no business swinging at. It was just like, what are you doing, dude? I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's a weird, he, it just, it doesn't seem like the Vladi of old. We got we got to see the Vladi of old today with that inside fastball he launched into the rafters. I mean that ball was shot on. Yeah. But it's just like he he shows glimpses of the old Vladi, but a lot of the time he's just underperforming. I mean his slugging percentage is four thirty two, like or it was yesterday, which is terrible. Jake Rogers, I was looking at the Detroit Tigers lineup. <laughs> Jake Rogers, the catcher for the Detroit Tigers, with decent amount of at bats, has a higher slug than fucking Vladi. It's terrible. Jake so, Rogers swings the big stick. He does swing the big stick, but like I, I don't know, man. It's just like so want... he was. He had decent clutch numbers for a while this year, I believe, and now it's it's not good anymore. Negative. What is clutch. it? Uh, I don't know how they how they calculate this. It must be win uh, pro- percentage added or probability added. But the only one who's positive is Whit Merrifield. So Vladdy negative, George Springer negative. Bobachet negative, Dalton Varsho negative, and then Matt Chapman. Um by far the worst on the team. Like really, really bad. Really? Yep. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's not ideal. But that game yesterday was very winnable that the Jays just let slip out of their hand. I mean, this we, we keep saying this. The National Series should have been a sweep. Bases loaded in the ninth, and they don't score. This game, again, bases loaded in the ninth. And I, I want to say here, let me see how many outs there was. Springer walk, Davis Schneider triple, Vladdy line out, Davis Schneider wild pitch. Yeah, bases loaded. Bases loaded with two outs. And no, I mean, you put Horowitz in a tough situation there, especially oh, if he's yeah. getting called out. Yeah, you would love you love to see him come through in that spot, but it's here hit a couple sliders. He, he swung, fouled off a fastball, I believe. So yeah, that's just a really tough spot to be in. Yeah, but Vladdy kind of sh- Vladdy's done for this year. Like it's there's no saving it. I don't think unless no. he just goes on like a Lynn Sanity Davis Schneider esque run. Like for like three weeks, then it's kind of safe because Bobachet was really bad last year for majority of the year. Like we're not going to ignore that. He just had a crazy last two months or even month of September, which kind of salvaged his stats. I don't think Vladdy has enough time to do a bow a bow temper type of thing to save his stats. Right? Like yeah. that's well, quite like, no, quite literally, he has the same amount of time, but I don't think he has he has it in him right now. Just yes. the way he's attacking pitches, the way. He's swinging really early. It's just they're they just got to pitch him down. Like it's tough to hit balls. Playbook is easy on Vladdy. You throw yeah. him low and away. Yeah, that's like the classic playbook for any good hitter. You think you can get out just low and away. Just let him single you to death. I, teams are so fine with him hitting opposite field singles, and we call him a singles merchant. And teams will take that hundred times out of a hundred because he's not going to steal a bag. Perfect, like double play opportunity right away. Like. He gets on first base and he stays there. So mm-hmm. just let him throw him away, keep him down. And uh, that's how it's going to be. Like, I would love to see the change here. It's the team will go as Vladdy goes as well. Drive in run. And I, and I, I YJ's made this pretty good point here. Um, this team is one and a half is, is maintaining their head above water at one in a game, one and a half games behind without their war leaders. I mean, Brandon Belt now is a little bit injured. Only got to play one game this series. Danny Jansen, who's you 34 home run a year pace, uh, is injured probably for the remainder of the season. Uh, Matt Chapman, who is, again, one of the war leaders on this team. Do I think he's that good? No, but he is one of the war leaders on this team. He's not playing. And the Jays are still one and a half back. And the beauty thing about this is this is a massive week in terms of the fact the Jays face the Oakland Athletics and the Rangers and the Astros face each other. Two, so like, Three-game series? Three game series. Okay, so, it's gonna it's gonna be two one. No ground is gonna be fucking made somehow. You think? Yeah, because the Astros are losing right now. So then after this, if the Astros lose tonight, the Jays are half a game back of both the Astros and the Rangers. So, well, the Rangers like, won. Yeah, the Jays are still half, or the Jays are still one and a half. Sorry, they're one, yeah. they're one and a half back of both teams. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Okay, this is I remember bringing this point up halfway through the season that this team. Was not injured yet. Sorry, Avery. It's a. It, you're right. It's a three game series. Sorry, you're right. Three game series. Yeah. So, do you remember when I brought up the point where this team isn't performing as it should now because and no one was injured? Yeah. Like surely at one point they're going to get injured, and the team didn't make up enough ground as as a healthy core. Now we're being saved by the Buffalo Boys. Thank God. But for me, that's where the disappointment was. Even though they were winning games, it's like okay, here's two of three lose two of three just 
never ending cycle of that happening where you couldn't get on a roll might come back and bite us in the ass because yeah, the, the regulars couldn't get couldn't figure it out early. Enough. And especially just the lack of win streaks. Like I saw someone tweet this the other day. The Oakland Athletics and Kansas City Royals have both had seven game win streaks. Every team in baseball or all the bad teams in baseball have had seven games win streaks. The Jays biggest win streak, I want to say, is five games this year. Like that's just that's not you know what I'm saying? That's just not like that's that's not gonna do the job. You gotta at least go on these nice little runs, and the Jays have never done that this year. It just it seems like they take two or three from series or they split a four game series or they do that type of stuff. And a lot of times this year, they have just been mid. And I mean, we talked about for the national series, they're 53 and 50 since May 1st, um, which is not good. That's not going to get you above the hump. That's not going to get you in a playoff spot. But luckily we still have this stretch here of really bad teams. We're facing Oakland and Oakland. Dr. Internet will be there. Um, I'm excited <laughs> for that. And then they go, do you, face- you kind of hope that his, uh, do you kind of hope that they get swept so his dad freaks out and we can just no, hear stories? No, I, I, he'll be miserable. Doc, <laughs> I don't want Doc to be sad. But uh, I don't know no, if Doc was sad. I think he finds it funny, too. Uh, yeah, he does. I hope he finds it funny. I hope he finds it funny. Doc's the best. Doc was on a tweeting rampage this week. Uh, and then you just, call, you just call him, too. That's the nicest person I've met in my whole entire life. He's the I best. Think. The FaceTime with him really made the weekend a little bit better. <laughs> Um, he's just all time. He's the best to ever do it. But, uh, yeah, let's go on into today's game, man. Today's game was, it was just hell, Avery. You didn't get to obviously watch it, but it was fucking hell, dude. I, I they, was watching the end of the game in my They car. take a lead. Kevin Gossman refuses to give up a zero the next half inning. He'll either give the lead up or bring, make it a tie. Um, they bring out Trevor Richards. The Jays have a lead. Trevor Richards gives up two. They have to come back again. Then the rain delay. And then they just started fucking mashing after the rain delay. Spencer Horowitz, Ernie Clement, David Schneider, everyone. Whit Merrifield, they needed that win today so bad. Like, I, that was a game that maybe if the Buffalo boys aren't there, they lose. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be positive with that. Seven of 12 hits from the Buffalo boys. We said that earlier. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it, it's it, today's game was like the epitome of it. And, and another positive thing to see from today's game was, I mean, Chad Green fucking rocks. When he's on... He yeah, was yeah. he was insane today. I think he threw like nine pitches. He, he was threw, wild. Avery. No, he threw seven. He threw seven pitches. Wow. Okay. That I did wow. Okay. So he threw seven pitches. He easily could have went out for the second. But it's like inning. after Trevor Richards, the bullpen just zeros again. Yeah. Three and two thirds. Mesa, Hicks, Green, Romano, zeros. And this is without Swanee, too. It's going to be, and then you think Swanee would probably throw where Richards threw there um, and stuff like that, you know? So I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be fucking. It's it just, uh, it's just this, this Oakland Athletic we need, Series. We need a 10 game win streak more than we need air to breathe. Yeah. We need either a 10 game win streak or just like, Fuck it. I'm not even going to agree. Just sweep back-to-back series. Just sweep the <laughs> Athletics and the Royals, man. I'm not going to get greedy. Just sweep those two teams, okay? Uh, Bobby Witt's going to be the Bobby best Witt's player. Bobby Witt's going to hit like fucking 700 this weekend. Um, Yeah, just sweep those two series and take us home, man. Take the boys home. Take the country boys home. Take us home and just fucking tuck us in. Just make it easy for us. I need a run. Because the Jays right now in September. The Jays went four. They're five and four in a stretch against the Guardians, Nationals, and Rockies. That's not good. That's just. No, it's not good. That's just not good at all. That's not going to take you to the promised land. But somehow, the Texas Rangers are the worst team in baseball. They fucking suck. Avery. That Adolis Garcia 
home run was so cool today. It was so sick when he was pumping the jersey, like when touching got, the Rangers. He was like so mad at his bat that he just hit that ball to Mars and he fucking yeah. threw it down. That was yeah. a sick walk off. That was a sick yeah. walk off. But listen, they lost two or three to the Twins. Like the Rangers are trying their hardest to have a epic proportion collapse. Like they they are doing everything in their power to collapse. I don't know if I can do this podcast without playoff content. I just Me neither. Think- just think how devastating that would be. I booked a flight home, so I have to go to a wedding for the last series of of the year. I'm in Kansas, and I booked my flight home, like the earliest flight, to record, hopefully, the playoff preview. I was like, yeah. I, just, I, was like I have to be home for the playoff preview to That's get it dedication. out that night. That's dedication. That is awesome. And, and if dedication. we don't have that, I'm going to so, I'm gonna be so mad, yeah. so disappointed. Yeah, you're telling me, bro. Because you're last t- year, last year we did playoff preview, and the next episode was immediately it's over. So that's not what's gonna happen this year if we get to the playoffs. There will be a podcast after every game. Yes. Might not be long. Like 20 minutes. That's what we need. Yeah, we need that. I need if playoff content. Jays- please, Blue Jays, please, putty please. Just give me some fucking playoff content. Okay. Yeah. Oh, give me some playoff have, content. I also have an idea here. It'd be nice to have some uh, Blue Jays players presenters for this year's Gate 14 Awards. Nice little face. That, that will be happening no matter what. Yeah. I will be hitting up Jano, <laughs> Swanee, uh, Hor- not Horwitz, sorry, Davis Schneider, Ernie Clement. That that will be happening. So, uh, Don't yeah. you worry. Okay. That that just popped into my Even brain. Even Luplo will be giving an award. Yes. <laughs> Even Luplo. Uh, the Gate 14 Awards this year are going to be fucking incredible. I cannot wait for that. But uh, let's go on to listener questions, Dave. Oh, was not much ready. talk about this week. I like I said, I didn't go out and do anything. No funny stories. Yeah. Call, um, baseball started for me this weekend. Uh, I'll tell this story. We were playing Guelph. I go to make a pitching change and or just mound visit, and the guys on the bench just scream, "He's going to make a podcast!" When I go out there and like, "Where's Johnny?" So that was a nice little laugh at that. I don't think yeah. I could ever get mad at it, but just very, <laughs> very funny that they. Just I don't know, know if that's a chirp. No, they just like they just know all about my life. It's kind yeah, of like it's, it yeah. is funny. Yeah, so I like that. Shout out to those guys. Um, all right. First question: Why is Johnny so bad at reading chat? And was there a party upstairs at your house today? I am not bad at reading chat. Uh, I just don't want to intervene on your conversations with each other. I'm kidding. I don't know. I. I'm trying to do better with it. I just got tons of things on the go. Like people don't understand, man. We do our social media. We don't have a social media guy. We do our own socials. We are tweeting everything, clipping everything, and posting everything on all of our social medias while like making and like watching the live streams back and stuff like that. So once we have a guy doing that, then I'll be full attentive. Okay. Then I'll I'll be fully attentive on all the socials. But I don't know. I don't know if I want to give up the socials. Though. Me neither. I, I'm so addicted. I'm addicted to the grind. I'm addicted to the thrill. The day uh, I give those up is the day I'm dead inside. But there was Ra- not a party today in my house. <laughs> Rainbring wants to know how good is the sponsor bag. It's good. It's good. We like the sponsor bag. Yeah. Um, is the hitting coach for the Bisons the most underrated coach ever? Yes, Matt Hag. I got Hag fever. I'm horny for Hag. Isn't it funny how the dudes that can hit are the only ones the Jays haven't fucked up yet? <laughs> Yes, that is funny, and we've brought that up earlier in the podcast. So, uh, I'm gonna might have to text Guillermo. Don't even think about talking to Ernie Clement. <laughs> By the way, Ernie texted me. Uh, he is deemed this weekend as a revenge weekend, a revenge week 
The Oakland A's DFA'd our guy. They DFA'd him. This is a big fuck you week to Oakland Athletics. So expect Ernie to go off. I love that. Um, could Usain Bolt make an MLB roster? I yes. think like pinch run, drag bunt, possibly good defense. Definitely there, not good defense. No. You, you, you have to play baseball for Didn't a Terrence time. Gore win like four rings and he barely played for any of the teams? He was just there. Yeah, but I think he's a baseball player, though. No, yeah, no shit. Like that. But I'm just saying, like, Usain Bolt, you can't throw him in the outfield and expect him to no, figure no, it like out. No, no, that's you just need to be fast and like that's the role you have to play on the team is a guy yeah. who like pinch runs. Like a Dalton Pompey for the 2016 Jays or 2015 yeah. Jays, sorry. Yeah, fucking cop. Uh, when's the next Johnny versus Avery? I think we just do it at the end of the year. Me versus you hit live BP. That's that's the most requested one. We can't get cute with it. We can't do other stuff. It has to be live BP. You take some fucking whatever to put, make your arm as jello as possible. Or I guess, I don't know, just take 100 ibuprofens. We it need won't fix it. It just, it's, I can grit out like three at bats. That's like, fine. That's all we need is three at bats with a little commentary in between, calling time, just giving a little background, letting you rest <laughs> a little bit. That will be the funniest video we've ever done. That'll have I the most think, views. I think you could. I think you'll go oppo single ground out to third double in the gap three at bat, which is fine. That yeah. then I'll I'll be clipping that, and you know that double. If I hit a ball hard, I will be pimping that in the cage no <laughs> yeah. matter what, just for clicks. That will be yeah. happening. We're, we'll get a radar gun. I actually I want a radar gun to make fun of you more because I know I just like. I can't throw it harder than 70 miles an hour anymore. But I think we do rolls reverse as well, though. Like, I hit off you, you hit off me. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that would be funny. We should definitely do that. Um, there's a JR question here. He's not here, but if you could answer this in JR's voice, this would be nice for you to do, Johnny. Um. <laughs> uh, this is from, why do you hate our king, thick Jesus? It's time you address these rumors. We're in Kirk Timber. We're um, we're in Kirk Timber right now. Um, I can't do the JR voice like I used no. to. But yeah, we're we're in Kirk Timber right now. We've addressed it. I've addressed it because I know memes have been tweeting at me. Me, me, and memes have been harassing me about it. Yes, I've addressed it. We are in Kirk Timber. I'm back in on the Kirk train, as many of you know. Expect him. Expect Kirk Timber. It's coming. And JR just I I think JR just hates fat people. I think I think JR <laughs> He's friends with me. He's fat phobic. No, I don't know. I don't know where JR's at, but he does he is not a Kirk fan. It he'll no matter what. He wasn't last year when he was up when he was an all-star. No, I remember having a, like an argument with him over Kirk, like before we started this. So he's he'll never change. Uh with how long Buck Martinez has been with the org, will he make it to the level of excellence one day? Yeah, probably, but not like a retired number, obviously, or anything like that. But he'll be up there with Tom Cheek for sure, with the amount of games he's done. For sure. Yeah. He should be there. He's just yeah. like in the organization forever. So thank you to Buck. And that's all we got. Little little short time for when the game ended into when we were. Yeah, recorded. I mean it's only I mean it's Friday, right? You know? Like uh No, it's Sunday. Or sorry, it's it's a it was a two day, it was a three day. It's like uh the Sunday pods are usually the shorter ones, right? So yeah, it is well uh, sometimes we get no, we get a lot of questions when the one o'clock Sunday games and when you record at like ten PM. That's when you have good good runway yeah exactly so uh yeah let's go into the oakland series man obviously massive series like i mentioned let's pray for an astro sweep on the rangers why not why not why not uh burrios versus waldachuk bassett versus 
Real Deal Zach Neal. Uh, and then Wednesday, our King Ryu versus Spears, Jamie Spears or Sears. Sorry. Uh, all early. Game. What's the deal here with these games? Why are all these games so fucking early? What's up with this? I mean, tomorrow's Labor Day, I guess. But yeah, what's that, the deal here, Avery? That's an awesome question. That that game time rocks for tomorrow, though. I'm. Oh, it does. I, I'm all in on it. I'm pumped about that. Me too. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Johnny. I got, I got, I got nothing on that. But thank God. I. Do kind of like the late late games like Dodger series uh, was one of the more fun series I had to watch because you're just fighting your eyes the next morning at work and that rocks. I like that little bit of uh, we'll we'll have that a little bit because those are the streams I get the most views and by yeah like uh, that Tuesday stream the game at nine o'clock that'll do numbies. We'll have the West Coast crowd topping in so yeah it'll be awesome. I'm excited for that. I'll have, but, I'll, um, have I'll have practice for that one, but I'll be able to make the end of that for sure. Yeah. I'm going to say Jay's sweep. I'm going to say the Buffalo boys, Ernie Clement, revenge. No, this series. is Johnny. This is must. We're in must. No, this, sweep. this, this couldn't be more must sweep. Yeah. You lose one game in this series. It is a, you are facing a historically bad, a team that is about to make history to have the worst season in the history of the team, in the history of baseball. If you don't sweep this sorry ass motherfucking team, I got nothing for you. No. Must sweep. I'm not even I'm not doing the bullshit. Um Jays get swept. It's this is must sweep. Season's over. Yeah. That's it. It's a, it's a sweep and then I'm all the way brought back in cuz let's go into it. I mean Jays sweep this series. They're 78 and 62. That puts you in a great record for the rest of the year. That's 14 more wins to rattle off in the last what? 3 weeks of the season, which is very attainable. Um 14 wins get you to the playoffs after that. So I, I think I'm going to say 17 right now is like the must win number um, to, to get to 92. I want, I want 92 wins bad. Um, the race I don't know 92, what, man. Yeah. Yeah. Give me 92. But uh, listen, Rangers are falling off a cliff. Astros don't look that good. Like I said, they're losing. They might get swept by our Yankees. Well, let's, the let's Yankees, not... the youth movement for the Yankees. Jason Dominguez launched again tonight. The fact that he's El Marchand. <laughs> the fact that Jason Dominguez might actually be good is is catastrophic. Yeah, because he's yeah. still twelve years old or however old he is. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, if the Astros sweep him, I'm, I'm a Yankee truther from here on out. But uh, if the Yankees sweep the Astros, sorry, but yeah, I'm expecting a J sweep. I want a dog walking every single game like it's fucking batting practice. Like it's like it's uh like the teams facing my Milton Mets team in Cooperstown that came in 102nd place. <laughs> you guys we lost came every hundred and second. We lost every game by 20. Legit. Like we were facing one team that was hitting the other way. They all switched sides at the plate because they're beating us so bad. Um I, the only time place. I ever went was like Josh Naylor was on our team that we went on. And yeah, we so were that like wasn't really fair. No. But yeah, no, we came in 102nd place. So I'm expecting an absolute dog walking all week. Anything less than three games is fucking trash. Okay. You're facing the worst team ever. Okay. And Dr. Internet's there. Do not disappoint Dr. Fucking Internet. Please respect Dr. Internet. Anyways, see you guys in the live stream. Let's have ourselves a goddamn week. Bar night Eight. Friday. Bar be night your, Friday. Be on your good behavior or else. Yeah, don't be an idiot. Don't be, don't an, be idiot. an idiot. Don't be an idiot because it reflects us. So see you guys well, on bar we, night. We are, we are idiots. <laughs> we are idiots, yeah. But we'll, we're respectful idiots. But uh, idiots, sorry. Love you guys. Gate 14 forever. Let's have a week. 
Let's sweep a series. We'll see you guys on stream tomorrow. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for 20,000 on TikTok. Love you guys.